Welcome back to the Blokes in Your Ear podcast, <laughs> episode two. All right. Last one, we got some good feedback on that, Tommy. Um, apparently, you were shy for the first half an hour. Let's not let, let that happen again. Barely said a word for the first fucking 15 minutes. Absolutely <laughs> rattled. Um, so, you can watch us on YouTube or we're also on Car Spots now. Now, I've been using this app. I went through a few of them to find the best one, Tommy. And I've actually been using it not just to post our podcast, but to listen to other ones. So you can like download um, the podcast and listen to them offline. So like I listen to them when I'm driving, like long distances. You can get the Joe Rogan, um, all of the big ones. So yeah, Steve Ranella, whatever you're into. Um, they also have audio books and stuff like that on there. Um, so yeah, it's actually pretty good. And ours is on there too. So subscribe and become a fan on that as well as on here. But um. Tommy, we've got two sponsors today. Two sponsors? Yeah. So second episode, two sponsors? Yeah. Does that mean by the 10th episode we'll have 10 sponsors? Well, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. What's the first one, mate? So the first one is called Voidoo. So Voidoo only provides keys directly from publishers of their official resellers and that they have a 9 plus score on sites like Trustpilot. Ooh. Yeah. They have a wide range of games, both for AAA games as indies, and often offer nice promotions. Mm. So, Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. So pretty much, you know, sometimes you buy a game and you just get a key. You don't get a disc and it's just a digital version. These guys take those from the wholesalers, so they get them at cheaper prices. And then you can go on there and buy one of these keys. So AAA games like Call of Duty, um, some of the better ones from indie developers. Um, some games from indie developers that started out like fucking PUBG. Minecraft started out as an indie game. So there's a lot of good stuff on there that could someday become a AAA game, but it gives a bit of um, influence for those little fellas as well. But we've also got another po- uh, sponsor on the podcast, mate. Another sponsor? Who do you think it is? That battleship. Oi, World of Warships, back at it again. Yeah, we have another sponsorship. <laughs> right. You get your ships, you fight other people. It's actually really fun. I've actually been playing it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's actually really good. Is it free? Yeah, it is free. Um, iOS and Android. Link in the description for both of those. Um, and yeah, you can. I'm, at the moment, I'm being a Soviet ship, um, taking down the Germans. Um, don't know how that went down, but we'll find out <laughs> when I play on a bit more. Yeah, you can buy against people online, um, the computer, if you don't have internet access. But yeah, it's pretty good. Lots of fun. Fantastic. And um, yeah, those are the sponsors for the day. Go to the link in the description to help us out and um, keep this podcast going. Yeah. So every download with that um, Warships game. Yeah, that helps us out. So um, every time someone downloads it and confirms their email, we get a little bit of kickback from that. All right. So, go down there, help us out. <laughs> oh. So, we've got a few different um, topics for today, Tommy. But before we get into that, how about we have a chat about why we started this bad boy? Yep, alright. Yeah. Sounds good. So, wh- why, do you, why did you want to start a podcast with me, Tommy? Because um, you're a good little Aussie battler. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, it's sort of been something that I've sort of thought about for a while. So, I'm pretty big on different podcasts, mainly 
the Joe Rogan experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it'd be good just to start one up, but I didn't have the tools to do so. Uh, this bloke's a technical whiz, <laughs> so you've basically done it all. Um, yeah. I don't know, something cool to do, bit of yeah. a hobby. Bit of fun. About yourself. Um, yeah, I'm the same. Well, I used to make YouTube videos. Um, all of them are privated now, but a lot of people saw them already. But um, I enjoyed more than actually doing the videos. I enjoy like the production side of it, so like the filming, the audio. So as you said, I was happy to do all the technical side of stuff, set up the microphones, the camera, all that <laughs> sort of shit. And um, yeah, I also got into podcasts like a couple of years ago. Um, JRE as well, really good podcast. Uh, True Geordie Podcast is a British YouTuber, does really good podcasts, um, has some really big guests on for a not that big channel as well, so yeah, like Robbie Williams, people like that. So yeah, I just enjoy listening to things while I do stuff, mm. so I thought I like talking shit with me mates, may as well put a mic in front of us and record it, hopefully people enjoy it. No, I think the good thing with podcasts too, instead of just listening to the radio, where there's an ad every, you know, five minutes or mm. whatever. With podcasts, you can actually learn something. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're driving or whatever, in the car, two-hour drive to Melbourne, you can educate yourself about certain things that might interest you. Mm. And there's just endless podcasts on different topics. So, I reckon that's good. Just kill two birds with one stone. Exactly. When in Rome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been... I do a lot of reading into, like, paleontology and stuff. And on JRE, they had, like, one of the biggest paleontologists in America wrong. Mm. Pardon me. And um, I learned so much just from that. There was two different ones. There was one ages ago, but it was only like three or four hours, but you learn so much. It's so many interesting like stories and stuff from people that actually gone out and done it. And yeah, I'm always wanting to learn stuff. I don't like watching things. Like my favourite movies and stuff, documentaries. Mm. All the books I read, science and like history and stuff like that. So I just want to learn. So, and I feel like you're the same. Yeah, by oath. And the good thing with Joe Rogan is he gets a variety of different uh, yeah. guests on. Um, so he just chucks out as much content as he can and you can sort of just sift through what interests you and what mm. doesn't. I think that's really cool. Yeah. It doesn't really just focus on one thing. Um, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. On CastBox, you can search like key terms as well. So I went in JRE and I was like, I want to get some science ones. So you can put in like keywords and tags and then it filters out the ones that you might not be interested in. So like I don't really watch the MMA ones. Yeah. So I can filter that through and put in science or like education and it'll come up with the ones I want. So that's, CastBox is fucking unreal. That's real cool. Yeah. But first proper topic for today, mate. The government. And, yeah, no, there's a bit going on there. Yeah. Secrets. Now, are we going to talk about our government, or are we going to talk about the American, Russian, or the dodgy government? <laughs> Ours is pretty dodgy, but Ours not is dodgy, but nothing pretty vanilla compared to those. <laughs> those. Um, yeah. Guys. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the government and whether they should have secrets and what some of these secrets have been over the years. So in America, they release the information about things after a certain amount of time. So there's lots of things that people thought were secrets that came out to be true, and then there's some that were fucking bullshit. Oh. But do you think the government should have secrets, Tony? 
Uh, I think, yeah, I think they should. Mm. Like sometimes there's some things that's probably better left unknown by civilization. Mm. I don't know, probably protecting us in a way. Yeah, so some things we should know, but other things are better kept under wraps in case. But it's more for like public protection for some of the things. Like we don't need to know everything. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff we can find ourselves anyway. So what sort of secrets do you think they should keep? Oh, the first thing that I can think of is aliens and whether we've actually had contact with extraterrestrial. Yeah. Do you think that should be a secret or not? Well, that's one of the biggest questions in life really, mm -hmm. isn't it? Is there other life out there and mm -hmm. what happens after death, I suppose? Like that's two things that we fucking... Yeah, we're going to get into those later, actually. But um, yeah, that one, I feel like at, on one hand, it's information that people deserve to know whether mm -hmm. there is. But on the other hand, could cause mass hysteria everywhere. But with most things like that, like we get information that could be like life changing. <laughs> After a week, something else will come up and everyone will just fucking get on with it. People will be like, oh yeah, there's aliens. Like, it's just like how people are like, oh yeah, now there's no aliens. Like, it's the same sort of thing, you know what I mean? Especially with social media and stuff, we get overstimulated with so much different content, we yeah. get desensitized to things so quick. So, yeah, you're probably right. We probably, it would just be another thing if it come out. Mm. But you can kind of understand why they would keep it under wraps. Mm. But other things like they're, what they're planning to do to invade a country or what projects they're working on for like a vaccination program or something. I feel like those secrets are fair enough. Yeah. Um, obviously, some, if they affect a large proportion of people, in a negative way, we should know about it. Yeah. But if it's a positive thing, so like, obviously there's people working to cure cancer and that sort of thing. If they had a cure for it and they weren't telling us about it, bad. If they're working on one and they don't have it yet, but they're close, but they haven't told us that, that's fine. Because it's not affecting anyone. What, about, I mean? what about other secrets that would have went back maybe, you know, 60s and 70s? Mm. Like the government and whoever else, scientists and stuff, knew that smoking was detrimental to your health and that didn't come out till like 20 years later mm. to the public. And a big part of that would have been in sort of tax and stuff like that. Yeah, money. money. Like imagine the fucking money the government was making from every person and their dog smoking. Yeah. Um, and yeah, imagine how many lives were lost from it though. So. Exactly. And... You could say it's the same thing with the fast food and obesity epidemic in our country, in America, in lots of other countries. Um, a lot of poor countries are having problems with it as well now. So they know it's bad for you. People say there should be a fast food tax. They probably should. Like, if you think about the correlation between that food and, like, diseases, if you eat that, like, all the time, it's probably going to end up as bad for you as smoking is all the like not all the time but every now and then you know what i mean the other thing to go with that is um with the packaging of certain foods in supermarkets mm. like i know the government's saying they want us to be healthy and all right. the rest of it but why don't they have harsher 
mm. things on like, I don't know, coloured packaging for like kids cereal boxes or I don't know, stuff like that. Mm. Like do they really want to cut it out? Imagine the fucking money they lose from it. Like we put star ratings on food and I don't know about you but like unless I'm feeling really healthy I don't look at the star ratings. Like, it's just down in the bottom corner. You can't really see it. Like, I try to... I'm trying to eat healthy at the moment. Most of the time, the stuff that's healthy doesn't even have the star rating because, like, it's not packaged. Mm. But surely we could, like, implement, like, a traffic light thing. Like, you know, like, school canteens. Yeah. You have, like, green, amber, red. Like, you're only allowed to have one red thing. If they just had, like, a bar at the bottom of, like, food products, it wouldn't take like long for people to implement that say like this can of drink down the bottom it's got like a red banner that says consume sometimes yeah or like um yeah in moderation yeah like that's all we really like if we could implement something like that it would make a bit of a difference i reckon the thing they're bringing in i work at a, as a, at a pool as a lifeguard yeah and the thing they're bringing in at the minute is basically that the three different colors <laughs> i think it's green which is have all the time, yeah. yellow sometimes, and red, you know, limit. Yeah. Um, the thing with that is they're trying to bring healthy foods into the, you know, different sporting recreational facilities and stuff. And guess how many kids will prefer an apple over a packet of chips? No. Fucking none. <laughs> they're always just straight in the lollies. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's the, that's the other thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you can implement it all you want, but if people don't do it, it's like they'll do it over time, but it's more. I feel like it's more the parents' thing. Like, you see, it's like generational. You see a family. Have you ever been to the food court at like the shopping centres? Yeah. You see the family, it's generational. They're sitting there, they've all got the same food. They're feeding fucking KFC chips to the baby in the pram. Like, that kid is going to end up the exact same. Okay. Yeah. It's like it's like generational poverty. It's the same epidemic, but in obesity that we're having, and Australia is the one of the worst countries for it. But we have like the best healthcare and everything. We can't fucking deal with obesity, and it's gonna fucking cripple us financially eventually. Yeah. It's just like how we got too many old people. Like it's gonna catch up with us. Yeah. You wonder if that comes back to education, whether these people in low socioeconomic, you know, areas actually are properly educated on mm. how to eat healthy, exercise, and even a lot of people think that it's cheaper just to, well, it is in some cases cheaper to buy, I don't know, takeaway sometimes, or like, you frozen know, un food. frozen food, unhealthy food, um, mm. and they don't have proper education of how to cook a nice, simple, easy, yeah. cheap meal. Like you get some mints, put some veggies in it, put some sauce on it, easy done, not that expensive. Like, you, like I know, like if I cook bolognese, last like two or three nights between the two of us, only costs like 15 bucks. You're saying you can afford a packet of ciggies, but you can't afford 15 bucks to get some veggies and some meat. Like, veggies are cheap. Veggies are really cheap in like here. Mm. Um, like some of them are more expensive, but. Like, you go to the freezer aisle, a bag of chips, like home brand, they're still fucking good, two bucks. Like, that's why people are buying it, because it's easy and it's cheap. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know, talk about this all day, really. Big rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there were some secrets 
specifically the American government, that come out. There's always rumours about things they're doing. So we talked about Project Paperclip last podcast. Another one at the same sort of time was MK Ultra. Have you heard about MK Ultra? No. Have you seen Stranger Things? No. Oh, mate. <laughs> so the start bit of Stranger Things, like in the lab and stuff, and they're trying to see if they can do like mind control and telekinesis and that sort of shit. That was an actual thing America tried to do. Okay. And how they did it was they gave people LSD without telling them to see if they could read minds. <laughs> so basically, all these people were given LSD and like stimulants and fucking shit. And they wanted to see if they could, those people could control minds and whether the government could control those people if they were on those drugs. From what I've read, it was actually a bit successful. There is a way to get a person into a mindset where they do whatever you want. I think what happened is those people got addicted to what they were being given and they would do anything to get it. So they'd go along with it just so they'd get more LSD. But that's something they did. They tested on people with unwillingly. They just gave people LSD. When did they do that? That would have been fucking decades ago, surely. I think it was like the 70s or 80s. Yeah. So, like, it's fairly modern. Not that early. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, number one is, you know how everyone always says, like, Bush did 9 11? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, there's a lot of kick behind that now because a recent thing got released about a US plan to sink their own ships. To blame it on Cuba so they could invade Cuba. Mm. So this is an actual thing they wanted to do. They wanted to sink boats, blame it on them so they could attack them. And that came out like later on because they have to release it. But who's saying they didn't do the same thing to invade like Iran and Iraq? Like they they've obviously done it in the past or had the idea of it that got turned down. Why wouldn't they do it again? Yeah. And that's given just, I don't know, yeah, Afghanistan people and ISIS and even Muslim people a bad rap, even though it's mm. the, I don't know, I don't know whether the government did that or yeah, it was ISIS, but... It just put terror into everyone. And, like, mm. Muslims are probably the most lovely people, most of them. Like, yeah. I, I've never met a Muslim that wasn't beautiful, like, mm. as a person. Yeah. Like, most of them are lovely people. And it's just like, it's the same as saying all Christians are bad because of the KKK. Like, yeah, it's no different. Well, it's always the minority, like let the less than one percent of that group fuck up, and then yeah, yeah, give it a bad, bad rap. Yeah, minorities always come to bite people in the ass. Mm. But um, yeah, there's lots of secrets people are keeping. I feel like. In America, the biggest one's probably... I don't know whether they have alien life, but... The encounters with it... Mm. This is going to lead into our next topic. There's so many things, consistent things, that people report on. What's your thought on alien life, Tommy? Uh, I think I mentioned it last time. I think it's... Just a bit... It's pretty naive to think there's no other life out there. Um... 
whether that's yeah, in your solar system or the next one mm-hmm. or the next one, uh, whether that's intelligent life, that was something we were sort of yeah thinking about. But yeah, I, I don't see why not. Mm. Um, yeah, it's fucking, I don't know. What do you think? Have you ever seen a UFO? Or thought you saw one? Uh, of course. Mm. We all have that moment yeah. looking into the stars and go, oh, what the fuck We've all got that? a story. Do you have like a story of it or was it just like a light flashing or? Well, oh, I used to live in uh, Lockwood, which is sort yeah. of in the bush. And out there, we had a pretty good um, view of sort of the stars and, you know, the light pollution wasn't too bad out there. Um, and yeah, I, I can remember heaps of times where you'd just see random flashes in the mm. sky and stuff like that, making different zigzags. Um, and of course, as a kid, you'd think that's a fucking yeah. UFO, whether that was a trick of the eye or whether it was something else. Mm. Well, knows? Australia's actually quite a hotspot for UFOs. Like, they don't talk about it as much as, like, in America. But a lot of people see them. I've seen, it, like, I think I've seen, like, one or two, probably. One probably, I think it was a year nine, we went to Central Australia. Clear, the sky's so clear there. Mm. Right? And like, meteors and like shooting stars, they go in like a constant. Right? We, I saw this light, I don't know if anyone else saw it, and it's bouncing like different directions, like doing right angle turn. Like, it wasn't natural. Mm. And like, our planes can't do that. No. So, another one was actually on this road. Yeah. Heading up here real late at night. Like, I just dropped someone into town. Like, they were going out to the club. So, it would have been like 1am or something. Was that trash? (laughs) (laughs) I I think it was, actually. I think it was. Um, But, yeah, I'm driving back up here. And, like, there's always helicopters over there. But helicopters are slow. They go in a constant thing. But there was literally like this light like coming down the road almost and as fucking eerie as mm. and it just felt like someone was watching me and then there was like this sort of like triangular thing up there. I couldn't tell. It was fucking dark. It was just fucking weird. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you know when you see something like when it's pitch black and you go outside, yeah. you see shit. Yeah. But it was like coming, there was lights flashing. I don't know. It was just fucking weird. People probably think I'm a bit crazy, but like, sometimes you, had... you just see shit. Yeah. Like, is that after you had a session on the shrooms? No, I was I was the desert driver. I was sober. I was like driving home. I was tired though. Like I'm open to both. Like it could have been something else, mm. but that's just what I saw. But the Central Australia one, fucking. There's so much random shit you see out there. Um, when you think about it, out there would be the perfect place if the government did have access to UFOs and shit oh, yeah. like that. That would be the perfect place to fucking test flight in. Because there's no one out there. Yeah, there's nothing out there. So much space, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. There's a lot of consistencies in alien stories. And that could be accredited to like people hearing other people's and sort of taking inspiration from that, but there's people who, like, have the same fucking scar or, like, mark on them after being abducted and that sort of shit. Like, there's a lot of consistencies that are hard to 
sort of not look at. Like, you could, and you can't really rationalise them. So there's people and they've got like three dots, like in a triangle, embedded in them. And then there's like a little chip underneath them that's like the size of like a micro SD card. And like, there's been quite a few people all around the world that's had the same thing. Like, it's a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah. That seems a bit. But it could just be a fucking government thing. Like, they could just be putting chips into people. Like, I know in, I think it's Sweden, you can go to like a place and they put a chip in your hand. And you know how like you pay pass and like at the gym you tap your card and stuff. You just put all of your cards on that and you just put your hand there. So like the the technology's there. Yeah. So I can't see why they wouldn't like and we microchip dogs and shit, like GPS trackers on like sharks and they would be able to track us. But we've all got our phones in our hands anyway, so they've got the fucking trackers around. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Scary shit. Yeah, but I... Is it more plausible that the government's doing it, or aliens? Probably the government. Yeah. I still think there's aliens. Like, there's a lot of weird shit. Yeah. I think the curiosity in each of us... Mm. I don't know. I'd like to believe that there's... Well, yeah. Something there, but then you start asking questions. Can they hurt us? Shit like that. Yeah, that's the thing. They could... If they're anything like us... If they came here, they would have fucking killed us already. Because every time we go to somewhere when we discovered it, you look at, like, we discovered, like, the Europeans mm. went and rediscovered parts of the world. They just went there and fucking killed everyone. Like, because they were like, oh, these fucking idiots. They're still using rocks. They're probably looking at us, these fucking idiots. They're still using nuclear weapons. Yeah. Like, it's a trick one. Have you heard the ancient alien theory? Uh, probably. So, a lot of ancient structures have depictions of aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, and it's a bit weird, okay? Now, a lot of these have almost identical drawings in separate parts of the world that we don't believe they had contact with each other. In some of the hieroglyphics, there's pictures of, like, things coming from the sky, almighty beings. A lot of people used to worship the sun and the light, people coming down from the sky. Um, There's even a depiction of a biblical, like, art piece that has a flying saucer in it Mm. from, like, I think it's, like, the Renaissance days. So, like, it's something that's been embedded in history. And there's a lot of structures that were built that are very similar at the same sort of time period or just after one another when there's no contact. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was a fucking ancient bloke, would a pyramid be the easiest shape to build in my head? I've played Minecraft. The first thing you build is a fucking square cow. Yeah, yeah. Like, you build it straight. But all of these civilizations just built fucking pyramids. Like, they're all different. Yeah. Yeah, why? It's fucking... Like, it points to the sky, I think. I think that's why they did it, but... It's fucking weird. I know. Surely there's an easier way to build a fucking temple. Yeah. 
would, yeah, there would have been some meaning behind it or some mm. belief or some culture. And a lot of them align with like the constellations or stars. Um, there's a lot of like maths that's gone into it. Yeah. And it's hard to figure out, like they think they know how they did it, but it's still fucking almost impossible to do it. And like... People moving. Have you seen the stones, like the size of the stones that are on the pyramid? They're like the size of you in height. Yeah, how the fuck could you move that without like proper... So the theory is they use like rollers. Yeah. But to get the fucking thing onto the rollers in the first place. And to keep building it up and up yeah. and up. Like how high are the pyramids they're fucking... Yeah. So like, I don't know how they do like. The, it's one of those things that probably could have been done. They probably knew a different way to what we're thinking. Yeah. And we'll never know because a lot of these things were burnt down when they burnt fucking libraries and shit. And we don't know. We don't have the information. But, like, the, the ones in Egypt are weird. The ones in, like, the Aztecs, like, in South America and stuff, they're, like, in steps. So, like, you can see how they did it. And a lot of them are in mountainsides. Whereas the fucking ones in Egypt are just in the middle of the fucking desert. And the rocks are from, like, 2,000 miles away or something. Like, they're not from the really? same place. It was a bit... Maybe the U UFOs had a lasso on the bottom and they picked up <laughs> the blocks and then placed them on top of each um, other. A big theory is that they predicted that when the rainfall and stuff was incorrectly and the river was used to transport the rocks, which isn't pretty impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because the aging of the Sphinx is absolutely apparently incorrect to what they thought it was. And all these Egyptologists have been having fucking fits about it because some guy went there and proved that heaps of it was water erosion. So it's older than they thought it was. Yeah, right. Which, like, fucked them all over. Even that, that's just, like... It's carved, but, like, they would have had to put blocks together. There's not a rock that fucking big. Mm. Like, they wouldn't have just carved it from one rock. No. Like, no, no. oh, well, there's fucking Uluru, but... You try carving Uluru into a Sphinx, like... Yeah. Be, like, they just built some weird shit. Yeah. Like, everywhere. And it makes you think, how intelligent were they? Like, mm. obviously, the... Math and stuff like that they were using back then is fucking unbelievable. Mm. Like, I don't know. Well, a lot of it we still use. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, the Greeks, we use heaps of that stuff. Mm. Yeah. Like, all the time. It's just weird. Interesting shit like, we might not ever know, mate. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, um, Library of Alexandria got burnt down. So many books were burnt, like in the war, like, people have a thing of when they go to war, they burn the fucking libraries and the information. Like, how much lost information is there? Yeah. Like, when you think about it. Like, they could have had the fucking cure for something that we didn't know of, or, mm. like, a mathematical equation that could get us to space easier. You don't fucking know. Like, you wonder whether they did that on purpose, mm. for whatever reason, they wanted to just get rid of that. Yeah, maybe it was too powerful. Maybe. Um, yeah. But 
yeah, we think very poorly of the ancient people, but like I think in Greece they found like gears that form like almost a computerized system. They found copper coils in pots that generated electricity from like ages ago in um I think in the Middle East, like and like we can't explain it. Like it still works. Like mm. They got the copper the copper rod, they put the wire wrapped around it, they put it in a pot to like insulate it and then like generate the power. And this was before they, the idea of like power was a thing. Yeah. So they obviously knew shit we didn't like think they did. Mmm. <laughs> Is this whole thing just a game simulation? Well, do you want to know the statistics on that? Uh, not really. So, the likelihood <laughs> of us not being the simulation... Of us not being? Yeah, so if we're the real life... Yeah. You think... So, if they've made simulations, they would have made more than one. They would have made millions and millions. So, the likelihood of us being the actual one is way less than the likelihood of us being a simulation. So, like, if we are... If there is simulations, we are one, pretty much. Like, the chances of us not being one is, like, next to nothing. Yeah, but if there's not simulations... Yeah. Then we're we could just be some kid's science experiment, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, each fucking alien kid just has a planet they have to look after. Like, we look after, like, the fucking guinea pig at school. A little, um, the ant farm. Yeah, like, shit like that. Is it an episode of Simpsons where they've got all the yeah. aliens, or they've got the things in the Yeah, Lisa makes a fucking, like, community. <laughs> where that? <laughs> yeah, like, where that? Fucking... That's, a, that's a theory. Like, it could be. Like, we could just be in a fucking zoo. Maybe. Maybe we're someone's Sims game. Yeah. And maybe that's why you get up and walk to the fridge and fucking don't do anything. Because, like, they've cancelled the action when you've gone to open the fridge. <laughs> you know how you just do random shit? Like, you walk into a room and you're like, why the fuck did I walk into this room? Yeah. 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 Well, we're like... Sims. <laughs> Fucking confirmed. Conclusion, you've heard it here first. I'm no scientist, but I'm pretty fucking sure we're Sims. It's funny how people talk about free will and stuff and how they don't think it exists and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. That's... I think it does. I'm I'm a big believer in you sort of make your own luck and I yeah. don't know, like if you want a job but you don't apply for a job you're not gonna get you know what I mean? Yeah. If you apply for it you might get If you want the government's money and you don't do your single link application, you're not gonna get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 oh. Um so yeah, you you sort of make your own like story in a way. Like and you you can't just, like, sometimes you get a voice in your head, but that's you, I feel. Like, yeah. it's not like someone telling you to do it. Yeah. Like, there's so many things you do, like, subconsciously without even thinking about it. So, like, I can't feel like there's someone controlling me. Yeah. Other than the government. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of weird to think that every, like, little decision you make in your life that could change the whole... The rest of your life, like 
Yeah, like, know, it's like a chain like, reaction. Even like going out this morning and you know buying a coffee, like you could meet the girl of your dreams, fucking walking in there. Did you? Nah. <laughs> how do you know that? I met the coffee of your dreams though. Oh, yeah. oh, how do you know that though, mate? You could have met the girl of your dreams. Maybe. They say you meet the person you're gonna spend your life with by the time you're 25. We've got one year left. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I reckon I've already got more. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> but yeah, apparently, like, that's how it works. Like, you meet the person that you're more than likely going to, like, marry, etc. Before 25, which is fucking weird. Because it could be, like, it could happen when you're, like, 40. And it could be someone you've known since then. Yeah. But you just never, like, hit it off then. It makes sense though. A lot of people get married in their late twenties, yeah. and that's they would have met the per- they've been with the person four, five, eight years before they get. Mm. It makes sense. Yeah, it's but it's the norm to like you go to like not everyone goes to uni, but if you go to uni, you finish your course, you work a few years, get married, have some kids, but all like around by the time you're thirty, climb the corporate ladder. Yeah, like. <laughs> That's probably like the most average like thing. Yeah. Or you get a full time job, you work a few years, you find a job you like, you settled, you look at buying a house, you get married, you have a kid mm. or a couple, move to Queensland to retire. <laughs> like <laughs> it's just like the general norm. Yeah. So I, that's where I feel like that comes from. Yeah, like the law of averages mm. says that yeah, that's a likeliness. But... Mm. Like, it's not often people find, like, their soulmate when they're, like, 80. Like, it does happen, but, like, mm-hmm. you, most of the people you know then, you've already been introduced to. Yeah. Yeah. You were telling me a weird thing the other day about how if I know 200 people, you know 200 people, you yeah. know the whole world in, like, five stages. What was that, Tommy? Yeah, oh, so roughly, I think it was six or seven stages, yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, if I know 200 people, imagine 200 people knowing 200 new people mm. and then those 200 people knowing... Like a chain reaction. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Apparently we're only like five or six steps away from like anyone in the whole world, mm. which is pretty weird to like think about. Yeah. And when you think about, imagine the comparison of like the social network of that, like... Surely it's only like two steps before you're connected to everyone in the world. Because like, yeah. if you follow like Post Malone or Katy Perry or someone, yeah, you're then connected to everyone that follows her as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're connected to the people they're connected to. Like, if you go through like on Twitter, you click on followers, you go into the followers, you click on their followers, and so on. It's not long before you could link to almost everyone. Yeah. Like, honestly, people. Yeah, it's pretty, it's weird when you, like, first hear that. Yeah. Like, fuck, what? Like, we're in a world where, with a click of a button, you could send out, and I could send out a message to, like, like, millions of people, almost. Ronaldo. Yeah. Like, if you tweet at Ronaldo, the likelihood is people will see it, like, they might respond to it, they might, they might just scroll straight past it. But, like, people could see that. Like, 
heaps of people could see that. Mm. Like that's what happens if like a fan sends in like a video, like someone that's unwell and someone sees it and they're like, oh, I'll like that, I'll like that, I'll like that. And all of a sudden it's got like 10 million likes. Mm. But it starts from someone just putting out something to someone that's got that following. Yeah. Like that um, understanding of, and they've got all those people that want to hear from them. And like, all it takes is you click a fucking button. Yeah. And all it would take is if Ronaldo sees that himself and likes it. Yeah. Then it even goes to more people because they know that he's sending it as well. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> Ronaldo shared this podcast. Yeah, I'll, I'll tweet him later. <laughs> I'll be like, wait, Ronaldo, we're the blokes in your fucking year. I fucking hate Ronaldo though, man. Do you? Yeah, I'm a messy man. Really? I love Ronaldo. Is it oh, physical, I don't hate him. He's a physical fucking phenomenon. Yeah, he's a specimen, but he seems like a bit of a cunt. He probably is, but... I don't know, you have to be that arrogant and confident. If, yeah. he, if he didn't think he was going to score a fucking... Two goals every game. He probably yeah. fucking wouldn't. His career would have finished like years ago. I'm impressed with him. I think he's an unreal athlete and player. Mm. But I just don't think I like him. Have you seen the documentary on him? Yeah. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, it talks that, about that opened my mind up a little bit. Too. His dad was like a raging alcoholic and like fairly abusive and stuff, I think, to his mum. Yeah. Um. So that would have been a fucking horrible upbringing. Yeah. And yeah, I'm pretty sure when he went to the academy, the dad didn't have a great deal to do with it, and mm. then the dad died. Yeah, yeah, a few years later, so that would have pushed <laughs> him a bit. So I think yeah. from the upbringing, he's fucking done unreal yeah. himself. I just love Messi. I love watching Messi. Like the dribbling. It's cool. He's just pure like talent. Yeah. Like he doesn't have like he's still physically like a fucking specimen, but like. Mm. He doesn't rely on that as much. Like yeah. it's just all, and it's like natural. Like it's just like flowing. Um, if there's an annoying sound in the background, the fridge is having a bit of a fit, so that's like humming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just sorry for audio listeners. <laughs> that's right. Um, just cut it out with your tech listeners, man. Yeah, I can't really turn the fridge off. Well, <laughs> oh, there's not there's beer in there, mate. <laughs> there's lemonade. Um, but yeah, the reach of like people on social media is unreal. Yeah. Mm. It's amazing. We'll have to start social media, mate. Absolute cricket, really. <laughs> you enjoy cricket, don't you, Tom? I love a bit of cricket. Who's your favourite cricketer of all time? Uh, probably Mitch Johnson. Mitch Johnson? Where he was absolutely tearing When he had the mo out. Yeah, he had the mo. <laughs> he was absolutely tearing through the Englishman in Australia. Yeah. And yeah, he fucking made, um... Jonathan Trott go back to England. <laughs> I'm not joking. He yeah. actually gave him like mental health issues. From it. <laughs> like, yeah, Johnson was fucking bothered around his ear hole. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, who else? Shane Warne. Obviously. Yeah, a bit of a playboy, but his cricketing ability though. Yeah. He could spin a fucking ball on glass. That yeah. Bloke. Yeah. What about you? I was like uh, Glenn McGrath. Ooh ah. Ooh ah, Glenn McGrath. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just like. He, he was always under the radar. Like, everyone would froth about, like, Brett Lee and Warney and that. But I reckon he was, like, one of the most efficient players in that team. Um, I also used to love uh, Justin Langer. Yeah, Justin Langer. Because he just fucking go out 
and he'd be him the whole time, and there'd just be fucking people around him smashing boundaries, and he'd just be yeah. slowly chipping away, always sturdy. And I, I, I don't know, I just love a left-handed batsman as well. Yeah. You know? the, a story I heard about Clement Graal, well, he actually did an, oh, this um, sort of talk interview thing, and obviously he's the most consistent fast bowler of all time. Oh, like, he can land on a fucking 20 cent piece, like nine times out of 10. And he said, because he practiced that much, and it was all just muscle memory, he said once he got into the strain, so like two or three years in, once, he, once he'd established himself, he didn't have to think what he was doing when he was bowling. Whatever was on the radio, whatever song he was enjoying at the time, he would sing that through his head. When he got, and I'm not joking, when he got to the top of his mark, what, whatever fucking song that was, and he'd just cruise in and put it right on the spot. That's why he looks so relaxed when he's like... But he was fucking probably singing... Yeah, know, it's just going through the fucking motions. Yeah. It's like, he didn't look like he was trying. It's an Autobot. Yeah. But yeah, that's... How cool is that? That's cricket. <laughs> that is good cricket, really. Ah, <laughs> oh, so, one more topic, Tommy. This is one Ooh. you are very interested in, from what I've um, heard in your conversations with me yeah. in the past. You introduced me to a good podcast about it as well, the Joe Rogan one. Can't remember who it was with. Matthew Walker. Matthew Walker. Yeah. Okay, so if you wanna, yeah, if you want to find out more about this stuff, go and watch the JRE with Matthew Walker on Castbox. While you're there, go and subscribe to us and become a fan. And then but, go on YouTube and download the yeah game. <laughs> Definitely, but sleep Tom. It's a fucking interesting thing. It's absolutely. Yeah, it's vital. Mm. I don't know. There's so many different things about sleep. Um, so with his Joe Rogan podcast, Matthew Walker, he was fucking throwing out all these facts and stats about sleep, which was just mind-boggling. So one of them was the percentage of the population that can survive healthily with you know no um, detrimental effects mm. on their health with less than six hours of sleep per night is less than 1% of the population. Yeah. So anyone, any of your mates or whatever that's telling you that they're functioning really well off less than six that's hours of sleep? I do that. Is that I, you? Yeah, I, I hardly yeah. ever get like more than six hours. So if you're not getting more than six hours of sleep, um, you're gonna get cancer. Maybe. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you, if you think you're functioning well off less than six hours of sleep, that's quite possibly because you don't know what it's like to feel really refreshed mm. off a consistent eight to 10 hours of sleep. So it's subjective. Mm. So you might think you feel well, but you really actually feel like dog shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, when he was talking about like performance as like an athlete or something, if you don't get that seven plus hours, you're like 90% worse. Like that is a big difference. Yeah. Like people go from like, um, if you talk about like a sprinter, you getting that 10 hours of sleep, it could be like the half a second that wins you that medal. Like that's the fucking difference it can make. Like it is literally like taking the fucking drug to make you run better. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the thing is too, like sleep hasn't really got the respect and stuff that it actually warrants yeah like all people sort of think about even like a lot of athletes and stuff they go all right good nutrition and train hard and i'll be mm. right and then sleep's like a sort of side thing 
Yeah, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking stupid. Exactly. Well, from what Matthew Walker was saying, like, he's been studying sleep for 20 years. He's like, anyone with that attitude will uh, die earlier. So if you sleep less, you'll die earlier. They're, like, directly yeah. correlated. And your existence will be worse because you'll fucking have just... Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's one of those things, like, why... If we... Yeah, if we didn't need sleep, um, we wouldn't like we wouldn't yeah, need it. Yeah, like if it wasn't so important, like midnight is supposed to be the middle of the night. Like we used to go to sleep when it went dark and wake up when the like in the like morning, like dawn, like just before the sun came up. So like the middle of the night is midnight, hmm. but that's not really a thing anymore, and. Another thing that I found interesting in that discussion was the talk about dream states. So, if you are so sleep deprived and you don't dream, your dream state can then carry on into your like conscience, um, conscious like life. So, like daydreaming, almost. And it's DTs, not detox. It stands for something else, like something tremors or something. I don't know. It's the same as what you get when you're like getting withdrawals from um, an addiction, because your body needs that release of dream. They don't know what it is. Mm. Some people say the DMT is releasing your brain, but there's chemicals released when you want to sleep, and if your body doesn't get that, it then overcompensates for it. So. For example, if you've had a shit night's sleep and then you have a longer night's sleep, you always have weird dreams. Or if you're drunk and you don't sleep and you just get that little bit, you'll have fucking weird ass dreams. You'll think, oh yeah, it's because I was drunk. It's because your body's compensating and instead of just having a little bit of dream state, you're having a shit time in a small period because it needs to do it. If you don't sleep enough or at all, that dream state will then carry into your like present, so during the day, and you'll start fucking seeing shit, you'll go all trippy. And this is an actual thing. Like, it, not sleeping can make you hallucinate, like, in while you're awake, because you're not getting that trip. You need it. Like, yeah. it is a need. It's not like, oh, I don't need it. You need to get that out of your system. Yeah, absolutely. It's so weird. So with that, um, with the, like you were saying, the midnight is the middle of the night. Um, so we're really meant to go to sleep when it's dark, but now obviously with technology, screen time, all that sort of stuff, uh, lights, you yeah. know, um, that's stopping. So melatonin is the sleep hormone that gets released when, you know, it's when dark. it's dark. Yeah. So that's telling your body, all right, it's dark. Let's fucking go to sleep now. Hmm. But now because we're getting all these weird lights and stuff like that, that's stopping this melatonin release in our brain. So then that's why people... That's a big reason why people have trouble sleeping at night. Yeah. If, if you're expecting you to go from playing fucking Call of Duty with fucking overstimulation lights everywhere yeah. and then go to sleep five minutes later, exactly. you're yourself. Well, I always go on... Like, I've tried to stop. I always watch videos on my phone or like play a game on the Switch or something in bed 
and recently I've been, I do that still, like I still do it, but then I'll lay for a bit in the dark and let my body sort of sharp down. And you can feel yourself going to sleep in if you just lay in the, that dark. Mm -hmm. Like it takes, it would probably take less time if I didn't do that beforehand, but that's just, it's my routine. Yeah. Um, it's what I'm used to. Yeah. Um, and I used to do it for ages and then try to go straight. Like I used to do it till I was falling asleep. Mm. And then I'd have, wake up, I'd sleep like three, four hours. And I'd think I'd feel good, but like nowhere near as good if you stop at like, say 11 for me. That's like where I go to bed pretty late. Yeah. Like for when we're supposed to. Yeah. I'm not fucking bad at us. <laughs> Like, you're supposed to go to bed early than that, like, yeah. clearly, because at midnight, if midnight's then, oh man, you're getting two hours of sleep, like, yeah. off of that, but, um, yeah, after that, I'm feeling better, and I feel like I'm more functional during the day, and I've got more energy, mm. so I can see the effects, like, in my own life, and I haven't really changed that much, Yeah. so it's just a little bit, like, I'm getting seven plus hours now. Yeah, like I've been getting like eight, so like I can tell the difference. Yeah, mm. I'm a real pussy. I need like nine or ten hours of sleep a night, or else I'm absolutely battling demons. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's just like that's normal. Like yeah. you're getting the right amount of sleep. Yeah, that's what everyone should do. And you said, "Oh, I'm a pussy," but no, that's just fucking smart. You're gonna yeah. live for longer. Yeah. You're gonna have less risks of disease and stuff like that. Yeah. Just from sleeping more. I suppose the way I just said that as well, that sort of society is sort mm. of pressure on you. Like people gloat about <laughs> people gloat about getting fucking four hours yeah, of sleep at night. They're like, yeah, I'm like the politicians that never sleep. Like yeah. get a fucking life. I live off coffee, I'm fucking bottled yeah. up mate all day, but fuck you, I'm tough. Like it's so dumb. Yeah. And that's where, yeah, that's where that stigma thing needs to change with mm. that, like, sleep, so good for you. Fuck oh, yeah. me. That's the best medicine, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on from sleep. I've got one more thing to add with that, actually. With, with, <laughs> the, with the athletes and stuff like that. Yeah. So they've done heaps of studies, like I think I was talking to you about yesterday. Yeah. And they did this study on soccer players. I think they did, like, 2,000 professional soccer players studied all them, gave them different surveys, stuff like that, just to see how much sleep they were getting. And they measured this directly to their injury rates. So people that were getting less than like six hours of sleep a night, their um, chances of getting like injured, which means they'd miss games, which means they'd fuck over their team. And lose money. Yeah, would, it, would increase by 60, mm. 70%. Jeez. And that, and that makes sense really, because mm. like if you're fatigued, if you've had two hours it's of your sleep- recovery. Yeah, recovery, yeah. and also just your, you're probably more clumsy and yeah. you know, likely to get injured. Exactly. Like if you're all over the shop and you've had two hours of sleep, yeah. and of course you're going to get injured. Mm. So Maybe that's why all the Playboy like superstar players that fucking go out clubbing and shit always get injured. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'll finally move on to the yeah, last yeah, 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 yeah. So we're talking about dreams. What do you, like, you could call it a sort of a dream state. After you die, now there's a lot of theories. Like, and we don't want to, just before we go into this, we're not, 
like shitting on anyone's beliefs here. Like we're just talking about all the different ideas that are out there. Mm. They're all as equal as one another. Like whatever you believe in, that's you. You do you boo. But um, like well, no one knows. So yeah. it's something that can't be done. Like they did some experiments back in the day that they weighed bodies after and before and there's like a slight weight difference after you die and they reckon that's like your soul getting sent up but then that's probably a bit of bullshit. But there is chemicals released from your brain when you die and I feel like that's why when people have near-death experiences their body starts shutting down and your life flashes before your eyes because you're hallucinating. Do you think there's something after we die? Or do you think we're just hallucinating that little bit before we're actually dead? Because oh. it's DMT apparently. Yeah. It's the chemical. I don't know, you'd like to think there is some sort of life after death or because yeah, it's I don't know, it's a bit hard to believe that you live your 70, 80 years or whatever and then that's it, see you later, mm-hmm. lights out. Say a lady. Say a lady, fucking do. <laughs> nah, mate. Oh, fuck. I don't know. What do you think? Well, there's... Oh, <laughs> there's a few different things. Like, reincarnation. Like, is that plausible? Mm-hmm. Like, scientifically, probably not. But there is quite a few stories of kids being fucking born. Like, there was one... This kid had a birthmark on their head or something. Yeah, I've heard shit yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they had a birthmark on their head. They said, can I go visit my old life? They go to Scotland or wherever it was. They go to this grave of this kid and he's like, this is my grave. I was killed. I was hit in the head by an axe or something. That's why I have this mark here. I lived in this school, this thing. The parents didn't even know where it was. Like, They'd never been exposed to it and they knew all this shit about this place and who lived there, what their family members' names were. But it's like on the other side of the world. Mm. Like, that's creepy. Yeah, that's fucking weird, isn't it? So, that gives you the idea that like you can come back and have a second life. Mm. And there's quite a few cases of it. With It's mainly with children yeah. and they know shit they shouldn't know. Whether they're exposed to it by their parents and like they just want publicity, yeah. But some of it's just like fucking too weird to be made up. But coming back as like an animal or something, I don't really see how that could happen. But like, you never know. Like, mm. it would be fucking cool if you could come back as an animal. What would you be? I reckon I'd come back as some sort of big bird of prey, maybe like a wedge-tailed eagle. Oh, yeah. I reckon flying would be fucking yeah. Sick, because we've never we'll never experienced that. Mm. Well, you know, of our own body, either that or Tassie Devil. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't exist, bro. No, it doesn't. Um, uh, a tiger, maybe a tiger. A tiger, yeah. But then people will fucking come and shoot you. <laughs> oh, fucking! Hot. The tigers are dying, mate. I don't know. What would you come back as? There's a lot of cool animals. Um, flying would be cool. I reckon swimming like a fucking dolphin or something would be unreal. Yeah. Um, or manta ray. Like, um, I'd want to come back as like a fucking apex predator so nothing would fuck me up. Mm. You know what I mean? 
Like you can't wait. You know, nothing's gonna get that because it's fucking just coming in. Yeah. Screw. And then mm. back up. Oh. But like you come back as like a jaguar in the Amazon. Like mm. they eat the fucking crocodiles out of the river. Like they are fucking. <laughs> they're really? the boss. Yeah. Yeah. There's jaguars that kill caimans. So they like grab them by the back of the head and kill them. That's cruel. They'll kill anything. Like everyone in the Amazon's scared of jaguars. And they're like so stealthy, like you can't hear them. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're just fucking dead. Like, and the people literally walk around at night, like they don't leave their camps at night. Like there was um, that Forrest Galante guy. Yeah. When he went there, they went out with just a cameraman and a torch to look for animals, and they're like, "It's fucking dangerous. Don't go." And they all just shit themselves because they think he's gonna get killed by a jaguar. And he's like, I'm looking for a jaguar. And yeah. they're like, no, you don't look for a jaguar. They'll find you before you even see it. Like, yeah. So I want to be a jaguar. Jaguar? Yeah. yeah cool. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. For Big boy, Michael boy. Other theories? Life after death? Um, Heaven? Hell? Heaven, hell? Mm. What's your thoughts on that? Uh... Distinguish between like if you did a few bad things, does that mean you're going straight to hell? Yeah. And like, what, where's the grey area? Have you seen oh. The Good Place, the TV show? No, no. Oh, they have like a point. It's like the good and the bad place is like heaven and hell. Yeah, and there's like a point system of like what you do in your life. <laughs> and like, if you're past a certain point, you go to heaven and then oh, vice right. versa. <laughs> you reckon they just keep the score of like well. Tommy, Tommy called someone to come today. Oh, that's minus 10. <laughs> oh, but he brought Connor a coffee this morning, plus 15. Like, <laughs> you reckon there's just some bloke up there doing that? Uh, I didn't think so. <laughs> yeah, like... It's hard to believe, really. But, uh, if you forgive your sins, though, you're forgiven. If you admit to what you've done and truly are forgiven, uh, forgiveful, surely you get... Get off by the big man. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. Um, you never know, like, that's the thing, this is why I said at the start, we're not having a shot at any, like, yeah, religion yeah. or anything. We're just talking about the, like, different ideas. I don't see how it's plausible. Like, it could be, we don't fucking know, but I'm a man of science, are you Tommy? Yeah, basically. Yeah. I can't see anything after you die, you hallucinate for a bit. If you're not brought back to life, like through the like CPR or whatever, you're dead. Yeah. And that's it. What about... That's another scenario. What about spirits, though, and ghosts? Because I'm, I'm actually like a big Same. believer in them. This house used to be haunted. Yeah? Yeah. Fucking creepy. Elaborate, because I've got a couple of stories that are fucking pretty... So... Scary. Someone's outside, hanging shit out there. Uh, that front door's locked, okay? Just for people who don't know the layout of my house. There's like a hallway, then a door, then another door, then the backyard. So the laundry's like the airlock to the backyard mm. in like regards to doors. Front door's locked, unlocks, thud, 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 thud. That door opens, back door slams shut, Person outside's locked outside. 
How the fuck does that happen? <laughs> it's just fucking weird. Hmm. Um, and people see apparitions all the time as well. Like, going to visit loved ones at, like, their grave, they see, like, a shadow behind them. Hmm. It's, there's a lot of pretty plausible stuff. Because we don't fully understand, like, yes, you might be dead, but... That doesn't mean you can't live somewhere. I don't know. Like, your physical body's dead. Mm. Is there a different part? Like, I think there is. It's just hard. What about you, Tommy? Yeah, so I've got two main stories. So the first one was um, when I was about 10 or so. Uncle died in, like, a skiing, like, ski boating accident. Mm-hmm. Um, which was shit. But anyway, like, we had this... At the time, this kid, um, one of my little cousins, he was like, it was either three or four. Mm-hmm. So it was at my pa's house and they were just kicking back out. This is probably like a month after Craig died. They were kicking back out in the veranda sort of thing. Like, um, pa lived in the bush and stuff. So they mm-hmm. were just um, sitting back there. And Trevor, this little four-year-old kid, just looks over, like, deep into the bush. And he's just like, there's a man riding a horse down there, and apparently the description, like, gives me goosebumps, because the description of the man, he was, like, wearing this, like, BB hat, which yeah. Craig always used to wear. He was, like, a tall tall man with, like, black hair, mm-hmm. and no one else could see him. Like, all the adults are like, Trevor, what's going on there? That's just something that was really fucking weird. Yeah, I feel like kids and animals are, like, have a, like, sixth sense almost. Like, as a kid, you're more open about it, so you're more likely to see it, I feel. Like, if my kid came to me and he's like, there's a fucking figure in my room that's watching me sleep, Mm. I would fucking move out. Like, I think you should, like, yes, kids do make up shit, but some of the shit is, like, they're open to it. That's why they fucking see it, I feel like. Yeah. And, like, animals, they'll be like a fucking dog barking at nothing in the corner. Why do they bark at nothing? Yeah. Like. Is there something there? And they like follow things around the room with their eyes. Yeah. So the kids, it's really weird. Yeah. I feel like they've got, because they're open to it. I feel like it's something like, if you don't believe in it, you're not going to see it. Yeah. Like, I've gone on like ghost tours and stuff. Like, we went to like an old like jail and asylum and shit. And there's people there that are just laughing and like fucking, oh yeah. And then all of a sudden you enter one room and they're just like silent because they're like, that's fucked. You can feel it, like, you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, when we went for that place, I had a necklace on. And it was constantly getting pulled. And I thought the person behind me was doing it to be like a fucking... Did Yeah. No. I was the last person in the group. And I was, like, burning. Like, it was like someone was, like, fucking trying to choke me with it. Yeah. And that was in the room where people got hung. Mm. <laughs> where was that? That was um, in Tassie, was In it? Ararat. So, I thought, like, this guy's been fucking hung, and he's trying to pull on my necklace, and it fucking burns, and there's no one else pulling on it, and it's literally moving, like, you could see it, like, Lara could, like, tell I was being, like, fucking annoyed by it, Mm. and, like, I wore it every day, so it wasn't like, I was getting itchy or something, it was fucking... Yeah. In a place like 
it was more eerie for someone to be like multiple people had been hung in that same space. Yeah. So I'm just oh ugh. yeah yeah it's <sighs> yeah yeah no the other the other story I've got that house in Lockwood that we lived in yeah um so we're on like ten acres they had a few dams and stuff and it was a fairly old house like mum and dad renovated it but anyway for years like when we first moved there we would just. But the whole house basically had floorboards mm -hmm. and we would always just be sitting in the lounge and stuff and hear like footsteps oh, up, the, that. up yeah. the floorboards and like we had like two cats and stuff but they'd be like in the lounge with us so like all right it's just an old house it's just creaking you'd be in your bedroom at night and you'd hear the floorboards doing that and I remember just being so fucking petrified and about five years after we moved there dad because I was the eldest yeah kid um dad ended up telling me a couple of stories about the house and like the other i didn't tell my siblings for years after but i was like this this is this is fucking up <laughs> so and oh this is another thing that used to happen all the time so there was a lounge room and then next to it was like this little study yeah so the study had like the computer and stuff like that i'm not joking the amount of times that that study like the computer would be fully turned off the amount of times that the computer would turn on with a random YouTube clip playing on full ball that would make me fucking... Yeah. And you'd walk in there and there's no one in there and you're like, what the fuck? How does... I know. Like, that shit, you just can't, like... If you, if you don't believe in that shit, I feel like you're naive or stubborn. Like, there's so much, like... Everyone's had an eerie experience like that mm. before. But so many people are so quick to dismiss it. Like, a lot of them have scientific, like, reasons behind it, but, like, it's pretty fucking weird. Yeah, so what I found out about the house... So before that, I didn't want to believe in ghosts because I was fucking ten. <laughs> yeah, no one wants to believe in ghosts <laughs> until you fucking see one. No monster under my bed. <laughs> um, anyway, so Dad told me an old lady fucking had a heart attack in that computer room. So, an elderly lady, so she's yeah. dead. And... The other thing that happened was this lady had like schizophrenia that lived there before her. She killed herself in the dam. She like drowned herself and like slit her throat and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I we didn't know that. And Dad got the house really cheap, and we're like, oh, Dad, <laughs> that's the thing that every like paranormal fucking movie. Oh know. yeah, we're moving house, but we've got a fucking good deal on it. Yeah, and then yeah, you got it real cheap and rent, like it was a sick house. But fuck, when I found that out. Get the fuck out of here. Like, especially if she killed herself. Like, that's, like, a bad omen. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but that is, like, that's, like, one of the darkest omens you can have around. Like, hey, it wasn't ideal. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, knowing that background now, do you think all those footsteps were that schizophrenic woman in the house? Oh, yeah, quite potentially. Yeah. Like the, and the computer room with the computer turning on and stuff, that's like too specific to be something else, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'm convinced, yeah. Yeah. There's some weird spirit, there's, some, there's something going on. Yeah, but do you think that anyone or any, like, thing anywhere has, like, a proof of, like, whether we can, like, 100% tell if it's there or not. Because, like, there's those phony fucking 
investigators, like <laughs> ghost adventures and shit. <laughs> but then there's also people that like are like scientists that are trying to prove it false, but find shit that is like they can't prove it false. Like at the same time, do you think like one day we'll be able to confirm like whether it's there? Yeah, I reckon one day we'll be able to, but at the minute it feels like we're a long way away. It's like, how do you... Yeah, it's like hearsay. Yeah. It's, it's like whether you, you, you believe or not. How do you conclusively... Like, you can catch something on film or something, but that could have just been a breath of wind that yeah. somehow moved something in the... Background. There's a lot of eerie things on film. Like, um, yeah. I took a lot of films and videos when we went to that place, and there's, like, orbs and shit, like... Yeah. Which... Like apparitions, um, people. There's so many things caught on film that you can fake. Mm. So it's hard if you don't have the raw footage. Like some people send in their raw footage to people to like evaluate, it and it comes back clean. But they could just be really good at editing. Mm. Like, like I know, like I'm not that great at editing, but I'd be able to edit like a fake ghost video. Like, a shadow coming across a door or something. Yeah. But some of them just look real. The reaction... The ones I believe more are when they don't have a crazy reaction. Because, like, if I feel like if I saw a ghost come across here, like, right now, I'll just be like, oh, like, that's fucking weird. That's interesting. Yeah, you like, wouldn't... I wouldn't go, oh, my fucking lord, man, did you see that? Or, yeah. you know how they, like, yeah. have the... Scripted. Those ones I feel like are fake. Scripted the ones... Yeah. I watched one the other day, and this guy... Is um, he's doing urban exploring. So it could have been someone else in there, but like they explored the whole place afterwards. There was no one there. Mm. And this shadow like poked around the corner and then went across a walkway and stuff. And instead of like freaking out, he just like sort of was like at ease with it. And he's like, oh, I just want to tell you that like I'm just here to visit. I'm not going to change anything. I'm not going to move anything. And then it sort of just like drifted away. Like it wasn't. It didn't seem like he was like. It felt authentic. You know how you yeah, can yeah. tell. Like yeah. It's not like oh my god, guys, smash like if you think that we're gonna fucking find and ghost this yeah. video. Yeah. Like that shit's fucking fake. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's like oh we just exploring this place, we don't even put it in the title or anything. You just come across it. Heaps of them people exploring places and next. The fans find stuff in the background that they didn't see. Mm. That's the ones where I think it's like... Like, they see a face in, like, a window or something mm. that wasn't there. Like, that's weird. Yeah. Or, like, in the locked room. There was one I watched and there's, like, a window up in, like, the top of a church. Pardon me. And they see a face in there, so they go up there. The door's locked. Mm. There's no one in there. Like, and there's no way out. Yeah. Like, how do you explain that? Yeah. I don't know. There's got to be something. Yeah. But your story is very interesting. Do you have any... Did anything else happen in the house, or...? Uh, <clears throat> no, nah, we were just convinced there was demons in the house, so... Yeah. I remember I remember this one <clears throat> time, like... Um, me, my brother, and our mate, we were, like, in the back lounge room, and, like, I think we were, like... 14, 15 at the time or something. Mm. There was no parents home or anything. We were in there like... <laughs> we are in there playing Xbox um, and we heard all these just fucking weird footsteps in the hallway and shit yeah. like that. And we ended up 
just shitting ourselves. We got on the bikes and fucking rode to our nan and pa's house, which was up the road. Oh. What is the fucking thing? And, like, that's not when you're like seven or eight. Like that's when you're like a teenager. Like yeah, that's usually when you do like, oh fuck off. Like so Mate, obviously we generally sure. rattled you. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was fifteen. Sam was thirteen or something. I was fucking rattled. Did you feel like the spirits in there were out to get you, or do you think they were just there? Uh. Like, were they malicious, do you think? Well, they fucking struck so much fear into me. Hmm. I remember Did being, you just feel scared? Yeah. Like, I remember being... like No, I felt like they were literally... I remember being in my bed when I was, like, 10, 11, and you'd hear footsteps and shit in the hall, and I'd literally just freeze. I was like, if I move, I'm dead, sort of thing. I remember that when I was a kid, I'd just but, lay in the dark, and you'd just be petrified. Yeah. Like, and you didn't know why. Like, I always thought, like, there was someone standing over me in my sleep. Yeah. Like, I didn't have sleep paralysis or anything that bad, which is another thing we'll go into another time. Mm. But, um, I always used to feel like there was someone watching me. Mm. And, um, like, ever since then, I cannot sleep with my door open. Like, because I feel like someone's going to, like, watch me from my doorway. Yeah, like, I don't know. I just always used to, as a kid, I felt like there was someone watching me in my sleep. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know whether that's like an innate fear of the dark because back in the day when we were living in fucking caves, mm. at night time was when animals would come and kill people. Like You're the, vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, the night was the vulnerable. Like we're we're vulnerable at night. We can't see shit. Like our eyes are fucking trash at night. Yeah. But it's just eerie. You, you know the feeling I mean. You lay yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think there's someone fucking there. Yeah. You go under your doona. You just lay. You're not even. Tr- you're trying not to breathe. You're just like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. You literally like, just feel like you can't frozen. do. And you know yeah. that if there is something there, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. I feel like everyone's had that experience. Talk about cricket. I used to literally sleep with cricket back next to me in bed. So I was like, fuck him and fuck him. He's all fucking up. So I was like, just smack it over there for a ball. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, we'll, we'll go more into like the paranormal in another video, I reckon. Mm. Um, we've already been going for a fair bit of time. What's um, that? Longer than the last one already. Wow. Um, oh, boy. But yeah, you, you've spoken a bit more these times, haven't you? I know, um, no, yeah. you, you're feeling good about it now. You get yeah, into yeah, absolutely. In the I feel like you're now. stitched up because I'm just like used to building. I've had like two hundred videos. Yeah. Well, and I'm I, lo- <laughs> I lost me uh, filming virginity last week. Boy, you're on the news all the time, mate. <laughs> Only seven times this year. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's. It's like, a, it's a hard thing to get like in the swing of, but I feel like we're doing quite well. Like, yeah, we're keeping it flowing. Can't really complain. We're just fucking sucking our own dicks at the moment. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> um, we'll start getting guests on after a few episodes yeah, and shit. Like but... after like five or so. But um, yeah, we're looking at doing like every Friday, uh, there yeah. or about. Hopefully doing once a week. Um, yep. And we might get some clips out if I'm not too lazy. <laughs> but um, I might teach you how to do it. What, like cutting up? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we might teach Tommy how to do that. Um, yeah. He's still learning the process of how it's all made and stuff. 
An absolute um, chimp brain. <laughs> no, it's pretty. It's interesting stuff. But yeah. um, yeah, we'll have a few with other people. Have one where we have some bevies get Ooh. absolutely fucked and talk about conspiracies. Ooh. Um, that's in the works. But um, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. Are you enjoying this time? Yeah, bloody oath, man. Yeah. Good. Two down. Two down. Hopefully, they say you have not a podcast until you've done a thousand. Really? <laughs> well, some people say a hundred. Some people say a thousand, but um, yeah, we're we're gonna improve over time, obviously. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, give us your feedback. Um, we got some good feedback, some bad feedback. Well, not bad, just constructive. Yeah. Um, we enjoy that. Um, and yeah, if there's anything you want us to talk about, let us know. Like, we're open to talk about pretty much anything, as you can tell. Like, our topics aren't really like set on like certain things. Where we like discussing everything. Yeah, bloody oath. Yeah, like so there'll be these times where we do like up to date events, but we're into some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, but um, go down in the description if you listen this far. You may as well fucking go to the links and download the game and have a look at Voodoo, uh, Voodoo, whatever you want to call it. Can't pronounce the sponsor's name. <laughs> World of Warships as well in the description. Subscribe on both. Castbox and YouTube. Castbox, bang. Castbox is pretty decent if you want audio only. I've been using it. Like, uh, you can also get a free trial um, for premium, which means you can download unlimited things. Um, I'm on that at the moment. I bought the premium <laughs> already after like a week of using it. Yeah. It's, un- it's only, I think it's $16 for a year. Yeah. So it's very affordable and you can download unlimited amounts to listen to offline. Um, I actually started audiobooks on there as well. So, and there's um, a new Zen mode thing, right? Say you want to listen to a podcast or a story, you put on this Zen mode thing, and you can choose like rain or like a fire or a forest with birds like chirping and stuff. And it goes in the background of what you're listening to. So like you're listening to like a thriller, you put some rain on in the background. Uh-huh, that's and cool. it's like, yeah, it's fucking nice. Um, it's a real cool feature. It's a real good app. We're not sponsored by them or anything. We just like them and that's where we're putting our podcast up on the audio only. That's a real cheap way of doing audiobooks, isn't it? Yeah, it's really. That normally pretty... Usually you have to pay for audiobooks. That's fucking um, unreal. So yeah. there's, a, there's quite a few free ones. Um, you get more, I think you get more if you have premium. But um, yeah. There's, there's literally every podcast under the sun. Mm. Um, there's comedy, like everything. Yeah. Educational, like whatever you're into, it's on there. But the blokes in your ear. Become a fan and subscribe to our podcast. So if you can go to our profile and become a fan of us, and then you can subscribe to our podcast as well on there. So it's a bit different to YouTube. Yeah. For YouTube, you just click that red button down there. We already got three hundred and two subscribers. So we surpassed. Really? We surpassed that three hundred mark pretty quickly. Well, we look at We only started with two hundred ninety-five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, but yeah, like it if you enjoyed. Check out all the links in the description. We'll be back soon with another one. Damn us. Oh.